Welcome back to Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation. I am Russell Sun Eagle. I am Tyler Randall. And I'm Chris Hill. And we are. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought that was cool when you brought that Oh, the, on the language? Yeah. yeah the, I'm, <laughs> well, I I'm always picturing that. Indian Avengers. Got <laughs> biscuit over there. <laughs> Baby doll over there. Representing <laughs> a female native. I know, it just kind of came to me. I said, like, we're a team. I guess like the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, today we're going to be talking about Haunted dolls. Oh. <laughs> She's already nervous. Yeah. Getting nervy. Well, that's probably good reason. <laughs> Did any of you guys uh, watch that Conjuring, or not Conjuring, Annabelle movie? Yeah. I remember, I, well, I watched it when it came out, but I'm, I still remember it. Yeah, I've seen it, but I haven't watched it recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of how it was. I, I haven't seen it in a long time, so my memory of it isn't all that great. But, you know, the thing I liked about it, you know, was, you know, it, it talked about the whole thing of it. I don't know if you've seen the first one. I think there's like three videos of it. You know, you have Annabelle, Annabelle goes wild <laughs> i can't remember those other movies i, I don't know yeah, i forget there's three of them annabelle yeah. comes home or something like that <laughs> annabelle representing the 90210 oh, no. annabelle gone wild <laughs> see you on south beach no. <laughs> no but i mean if you watched all those movies they were pretty cool i mean you know, the thing I liked about it was, you know, I know uh, I'm kind of crazy, but, you know, people talk about, you know, haunted dolls and, you know, that topic, haunted dolls, you'll hear a lot of people uh, discussing that, you know, uh, ha- uh, dolls in, in general are super old, you know, even way, way back in uh, what they call it, caveman times, you know. They even had dolls back then, you mm-hmm. know, in uh, many cultures they had dolls. And, uh, you know, the original dolls, you know, were made out of rocks, you know, made out of sticks, you know, made out of uh, different minerals, you know, that they would carve into human shape. You know, they didn't look like the dolls today. You know, even like that Annabelle doll, you know, she don't look like the one in the movie, the one in the movie, you know, straight up scary looking. Mm-hmm. But, you know, have you seen the real Annabelle? What is she? Uh, raggedy, like a, raggedy Ann, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Raggedy Ann doll. So, you know, <clears throat> you know, those type of things. And there's other haunted dolls out there. And uh, I don't know if you guys ever look, you know, I, I posted a couple of them on my um uh, instagram and facebook page you know i think there's robert the doll and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's uh i forget the name of those other ones but you know anyway there's there's they're from all over the world and you know people utilize them in different ways and the thing i like to hear 
or I guess uh, to hear more about or when how you say they used them to put spirits into them or mm-hmm. beings into them and you know to me you know I heard the Indian state stories the native stories but when you're hearing stories from you know across the waters from these different nationalities when they have stories like that you know you get you can't help but say hey this stuff is is real you know uh, even like uh, Europeans you know they used to you know they used to have their own magical uh, medicine ways way back in the day and you know when they would create dolls mm-hmm. it was like to represent a love a child that passed away you know and they would invoke you know if that child ever wanted to come visit that doll would be its vessel that it could you know communicate with them or you know and even in you know uh, different parts of africa you know that same type of mentality was used you know they created this doll for this loved one and you know they would you know if that child had passed away you know they would put that doll with them and if that child's spirit ever wanted to come back you know for whatever reason they could utilize that that body you know or that doll and you know sometimes you know, maybe, you know, I know like in, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, I'm trying to be politically correct, so I don't want to just say Arab, Arabs or Arabic country, you know. Mm-hmm. That was kind of, you know, also practiced as well. Middle Eastern? Yeah, there you go, Middle Eastern. Yeah. So, you know, we'll, we'll say that, you know, they, they have, you know, old, old ways like that still practice today, you know, and you go down to Peru and South America, you know, they still practice those kind of things. And then of course you see ghost adventures went to that, was it that, uh, haunted doll Island there in Mexico, Mm -hmm. you know, so, you know, you hear a lot of stories like that, you know, and, um, the thing, uh, I mean, for Native Americans, you know, the, the thing that I, I like also to hear is, you know, how these different dolls are being used. And, you know, today, you know, I know a lot of that kind of knowledge has been forgotten. And, and I know that for sure because you see these dolls all over the place, these original dolls. And, you know, like for five tribes... You know, um, they used to do a lot of things with different herbs. and But nowadays, you'll see these cornhus dolls. You'll see them everywhere. Travel Plaza, you know, everybody's making them. You know, they're putting these keen outfits on them, things like that. But, you know, I've asked some of these cornhus doll makers, you know, do you know the original stories about, oh, yeah, I learned this in uh, off the Internet, how to make it, you know, and you know a lot of these guys they say well yeah she said i know i know it's uh old but you know i'm just using it as art you know and mm-hmm. i think that's cool you know that's that's awesome but you know those original dolls you know like those corn husk dolls you know from muskogee creeks you know they use those because you know for good luck or you know to do 
things that are impossible. For example, maybe, you know, you had to get a message uh, clear, you know, across, you know, the U.S., you know, and you called upon this, this doll, you would create him or her and, you know, you would bring it to life and um, you would put a spirit into that and, you know, send it to do what it needed to do, you know, whatever task that was. And that was kind of the original ones that they used to use. They also have a herb that they used to make these dolls out of as well. And up at north, you'll see these kind of dolls again, you know, they're all in the gift shops, you know, and, and uh, you'll see them here and there in museums, you know, and uh, this herb that they use, uh, you even hear about it in European history books, and uh, it already has a shape of a human. Mm-hmm. It has the legs and the arms, and some of them, you know, because of the stem, it has a head, and, you know, they would bring that to life, you know, use it for different reasons, but nowadays... I would say probably in the 50s, 60s, maybe even the 70s, you know, it, it kind of turned bad, you know, they're bringing these things to life to witch people, and instead of these good spirits they put into them, they call upon these evil ones to take form into that, or... How you say, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not infested, but uh, uh, oh, possess. Mm-hmm. Try to possess those dolls and mm-hmm. with those evil spirits. And uh, those things do bad things. You know, they were created to do the most evil thing, you know, especially in Creek Seminole country, you'll hear people saying, I went to sleep and I woke up and I was all scratched up, you know, or they seen or hear, heard something they thought was a, uh, what Russell calls LPs. Little you know, dudes. God. <laughs> and they'll see them run, you know, or, or hear them on top of the house. Mm-hmm. But then you hear these guys pass away from a heart attack in bed or in their sleep, they say. And that's, you know, where you know, if they've been telling you they've been hearing this all, all along, that thing has came and did its job, you know. And and uh, these kind of things, you know, like I said, I've asked, you know, several of these doll makers, you know, I'm just curious if they've heard the stories behind these, you know, uh, dolls. And... Uh, you know, uh, you know, I haven't found one yet to really tell me, you know, the true history behind those dolls. You know, not that, not that I I know everything, but I want to hear their version in case they heard something that I didn't hear. You know, but you know, these are the things that was told to me. You know that that these things were real, that they were live, you know, entities, and, and 
things that, you know, were utilized. And, you know, the only ones that I know that are prominent or prominent stories still in Indian country today, you know, are those Kachina dolls, mm-hmm. you know. And they were kind of, you know, the way the story was told to me, you know, whether I don't know if it's true or not because I'm not Pueblo or I'm not Hopi. You know, those are, you know, the majority of the tribes that, or Zuni, I believe, Zuni, Pueblo, and Hopi. I believe those guys are the ones that, you know, majority make those Kachina dolls. And like with us, you know, you had some good ones. You know, you had some that, you know, could uh, help the elements, you know, like rain, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, different things, you know, but then they got some that were meant for evil and uh you know uh, the story that i was told that i always like to hear was during that uh what do they call it pueblo revolt mm-hmm. i don't know if you heard about that i don't know you was going to school down there in santa fe <laughs> you know, i know i know that was a class i know like the one that you skipped <laughs> you skipped that day <laughs> guess i slept in that day <laughs> but you know that they said that Pueblo Revolt, you know, when, uh, what was it, I guess the Mexi- Mexico or Spanish, I guess it was Mexico, you know, was, you know, enslaving those Pueblos and, you know, really causing, you know, hardship on the Pueblo people. And they finally, you know, mustered up. And there's a lot of Pueblos there. You know, just not one group. I think what they got, like 18 different Pueblos. Mm-hmm. You know, forgive me if I'm not getting this right, but, you know, this is, you know, I'm trying to do my best. So, you know, I'm not, don't mean to offend anyone, but, you know, again, you know, there were a lot of different Pueblos out there. And I was told that they used those Kachina dolls as messengers from each Pueblo to help organize that revolt. And, you know, when it was done, you know, they all had a plan and they all did it. And, you know, it was, it was so. So, you know, that's, you know, kind of one of the stories I like to hear when you go down towards Santa Fe or New Mexico, New Mexico way, you know. And I'm sure there's other stories out there and I'm sure I'm not telling it right. So, again, I ask for forgiveness for, for not, you know might have left something out i don't know so anyway um but that's one of the stories i like to hear you know and i know here in um oklahoma they have a, a large well i won't say large but it's pretty good size kachina doll uh, collection i guess that's what you might say at the used to be called the atlo lodge museum down there in bacon uh, Bacon College in Muskogee, and uh, it had uh, like a little glass case of uh, a whole bunch of different Kachina dolls. And uh, I used to like to go in there and, and look at them, and you know, and and uh, and uh, try to study them. And um, again, you know, they always said, you know, don't take pictures of it because you know those things they like to changed her face you know so i never never did it so you know i was always respectful because they said those were 
old medicines from those those people from down that way. And so, anyway, you know, I was always respectful, but, you know, I always, you know, if you want to see a collection of those Kachinda dolls, you know, uh, Muskogee's not too far from Tulsa, so, you know, I don't know if that museum's still open and or if they still have that exhibit, but last time I checked, they did, so. Mm-hmm. I know of another place, uh, Bartlesville, uh, Woolrock. Oh, okay. Up at Woolrock, they have a good collection up there, too. And same thing with you. I, I see people taking pictures of that or the kids. Yep. You know, they sell them in the gift shop or whatever. And Oh, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it makes me uneasy. Just to, I mean, I like to go there and look at them, but like, I don't linger too long in that area. You know, but Woolrock because just makes me uneasy. Mm. But I had a, had a story of a friend of mine um, was cur- curating a collection of Kachina dolls, and uh, they were kind of, I guess, marketing them or cataloging them, I guess, and then um, getting ready to put them on display. And they all came in like this box or whatever, and it was like after hours because they couldn't, you know, do that. Uh, while people were there and she said the, at first, like they were just kind of marking them or cataloging or doing whatever they do. She heard like a, a clicking noise, like somebody clicking their tongue, mm-hmm. you know? And they're like, man, did you hear that? And she's like, yeah, I think I heard that too. And they just ignored it. And then before too long, she said that you would hear those dolls whistling back and forth mm-hmm. at each other and like clicking. They were like, communicating between the dolls and she's like it's time to go (laughs) it's time to (laughs) pack up that was probably 10 or 15 years ago probably so i i believe it i mean i know this stuff is 100 percent real that those spirits are alive in those dolls because i mean when she's telling that story you know you could tell she's freaked out like you know but Whoa. <laughs> well, I don't know. I've always been like, ever since I seen Chucky, like I always thought something like that could become alive. You know, like as a kid, you're just kind of like, I don't know. I, I remember seeing Chucky, but that's the whole, I didn't understand. I just thought it was a doll that came to life. But when you get older and you watch it, you realize it's a, it's a crazy dude that does was it voodoo voodoo yeah yeah he put his he put his own soul into that little doll and so when you get older it's like oh so he did some sort of you know craft to do that and what uh his whole like goal is to then do it again to andy right yeah 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 his whole goal is to put himself back into another human but there's like what ten movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason why he had to pick Andy was because he was the first person he revealed himself to. Oh, really? So yeah, he that's oh. why he, he's like attached to that kid because he told Andy the secret, mm. and now he can't. So that's who he has to. Who he has to has to put himself transfer. Back into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I I got that part when I kind of when I grew up, but I don't know. It's just like you know, it's a good movie to watch. Yeah, I think the first one and I think the second one. I didn't really like the third one. <laughs> but then by the time you get to him getting married and having kids, 
The seed they, of Chucky. <laughs> yeah, didn't, didn't uh, he have a bride at one yeah. of those? Yeah, he got married. Ones? Yeah, he got married. He had a kid. The, I think the very last one is he had a kid. Yeah. And they're living in Hollywood. <laughs> I like the the, the last one, though. It was like with this kid. Like He wanted his kid to be like a murderer. And his kid's like, I don't want to do violence. And mm-hmm. he's like mad at his kid. Like, it was like yeah. beating his kid. It was like, you're no son of mine. Like, you know, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> That's messed up. Oh, yeah. When it got to that point, I was just like, all right, this is pretty funny now like, i'm not afraid of <laughs> he's just a family man yeah. it's just like any of those others you know like by the time freddie's got like the chef hat on and you know a nightmare but anyway i get goofy after a while <laughs> he started ra- running around with that raggedy end <laughs> cheating on oh. cheating on his other one <laughs> Were these dolls? I didn't mean to cut you off. Were these dolls? Were they traditionally all made from corn husks, or were they made from different kind of plants? Yeah, they were. They were made from different types of herbs, you know. And and uh, the reason that they would use those different herbs, or you know, like corn husks, was because they came from the earth. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, and this is a something that a lot of people. I don't know how you say, uh, this is kind of knowledge that you won't hear nowhere else, was those dolls were made from things that came from the earth. You know, like I was telling you, those certain type of herbs or these certain kind of sticks, you know, like grapevine type uh, uh, herbs, you know, that thing grows like that, mm. you know, in the ground, you know, and, and some of these other sacred uh herbs you know because it all came from the ground and those old indians believed that you and i we come from the dirt and when we pass on we go back to the dirt so if we want to create something alive Mm -hmm. we've got to utilize that dirt Mm -hmm. and things that come from the dirt and that's where you get the corn husk or these certain other herbs and vines and and things to bring these things to life because they're like us. Mm-hmm. They got life, you know, and so with that right incantation, you can use it for good or you can use it for evil or you could use it just like Chucky, you know, mm-hmm. get that babe from over that way. Have a family. No, I had that family of dolls. No, I'm just kidding. But no, you know, like like I was saying, you know, those Europeans, you know, when when they created those dolls originally, you know, they were for, you know, maybe those children that passed away, mm-hmm. you know, and, and maybe they wanted to come home or send a message or they were around. They had, you know, something that they could utilize, you know. Mm-hmm. And they weren't like Chucky, but, you know, Mm -hmm. let's say like that doll, like Robert the doll, you know, that was kind of the similar story. I don't know if you guys read about it, but it it was a gift, um, I want to say from a grandpa or somebody's dad, you know, and gave it to his grandson. And and there's like multiple stories, different stories on that Robert the doll, but 
the gist of it. Somebody gifted it to that young man, and and it came from somebody that lost a child, and you know that doll would get up, move around, you know, and they try to put it up in the attic, and they find it back in that boy's room, and and you know there's several different stories of that doll, and. Uh, it makes sense to me because you know I know you know a lot of a lot of nationalities use dolls for that you mm-hmm. know to give that spirit uh, vessel to utilize and you know whether you consider that good or bad I don't know but you know I do know you know there was good reasons for those you know but also there was you know a lot of bad you know I always was told that. You know, a lot of these medicines that the Creator gave us was all for good. But it was man that made these medicines evil, you know. And so, again, you know, I know uh, uh, a lot of these dolls, you know, uh, weren't always used in, in a good way. But, you know, it wasn't just an Indian thing, too. You know, there were, there's a lot of stories that come down from South America about those dolls. And, you know, those people, I don't know how, uh, how you say, how traditional they are today in 2022. But, you know, even up to the 80s and 90s, you still had a lot of tribes down there that were still pretty traditional down there. And so they still had their their ways because, you know, they speak their language and they know their medicines and some of them just stay in those jungles. You know, they Mm -hmm. don't, they don't, they are not uh, colonized like the American Indian is today, you know, and, you know, so they have those kind of stories and those kind of medicines, you know, but I don't know if they might not. They might be colonized too now. They might be all working at McDonald's. No. <laughs> I don't know, but you know, I don't know, but you know, uh, I heard stories, you know, uh, from that way, and uh, I used to go to all these like uh, conferences of, of different nationalities, and they had a group of those guys come up, and you know, me being me, I'd always go and you know talk to them and. A lot of those guys, they didn't speak English, so I always had to communicate with the, uh, what do you call it? Uh, translator. Yeah, translator or interpreter. And But even that interpreter, you know, he would have difficulty, you know, getting the story across. But, you know, most of the stories I got from him, you know, and I would ask him, you know, different specific things. And one of them was, because I knew, you know, some of those tribes, they practiced uh what they call it, shrinking heads, shrunk mm-hmm. oh, heads, yeah. you yeah. know, and they, stuff like that. And, you know, I was always curious about stuff like that, you know. So how you get that guy's head down to like, because <laughs> that one guy, no. <laughs> Y'all all know who I'm talking about, no. <laughs> Got head like, nah. Anyway, um, uh, one of the stories they told me was, you know, that they, they also – you know, would war with different tribes and, you know, and sometimes they would have to create, bring to life, you know, these little beings. And he talked about how they would carve it mm-hmm. out of a certain root and they would bring it to life and 
it would go and attack that other village. But what I thought was cool about those stories was, again, you know, these were tribal people. And they had their own ways, too. So you would bring one to life, and those guys would bring one to life. And they would clash. Mm-hmm. And even when they didn't clash, maybe that one would get to their enemy and take them out. And this guy would relax. And the one that... that one of the opposite side would eventually get this guy so they would X each other out and they said you know that's they still utilize that I don't know if he was joking with me or not but I took him very serious because you know these guys had you know stuff on them you know you could see what medicines they had on them you didn't even have to know about medicines Mm -hmm. you know because these guys when they came up you know they were they were the real deal, you know, they weren't no made up, you know, on the internet type Indian guy, you know, these were, these were the real deal, and um, I thought those stories were pretty cool, you know, especially, you know, seeing, hearing about them things battling it out with each other, and, and you know, again, if you grew up around Creek Country or Seminole Country or even Cherokee Country, You've always heard people battling out like that. So those those aren't new stories, you know, from from this area. You know, you always heard, you know, someone would bring something and, and you know, the other person would try to match them or, you know, overpower them. And, and the thing that people forget about this kind of stuff, and I, this is what was told to me, was that, if you ever bring one of those to life and utilize it on somebody, that once it's done with its job, you have to take care of it and send it back from where it came from. Because if you don't, it'll come for you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once it takes you out, you know, eventually it's a vessel or wear out, and its spirit can roam. And I was told that though there's a lot of spirits like that because of people not putting those things back. You know, they're out roaming around, possessing people, you know, getting into homes, you know. And, and to me, that is very scary in itself. If you think, really sit there and think about that, you know, if you do evil, you know, eventually it comes, comes for you. And so, you know, that's what I was told on, on a lot of those, those stories, you know, um, I, uh, I told this one story at one of these events and it was kind of my experience, but I didn't really go into a whole lot of detail on this story. And if you guys want to hear this one, I can tell it again. If you guys want. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well. <laughs> dog said no. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> so, Keep that to yourself, she said. 
Put her out back. <laughs> no, anyway, <clears throat> okay. Uh, the story that I told, um, you know, I, I was working in uh, uh, Florida at one of those reservations, those Seminole reservations, and uh, there were they had like housing for me up there, and their housing was uh, was different. You know, a lot of them didn't really have uh, heat. Or AC. I mean, they did, but they didn't. It was like they would turn it on for you and turn it off, you know. And a lot of times it was, you know, pretty good weather down there, you know. So you didn't really need a whole lot. A lot of times you could just open this. They had these windows that were like that. And you would just slide it open. And it was up on the on the ceiling part. Mm-hmm. And um, so when I would go to bed, you know, I'd open it up. And uh, I'd lay down, and uh, uh, for a couple of nights, I kept feeling like something was staring at me, you know, and I didn't really think anything of it, because I was in a new area, I was always kind of uh, jabingly like that, what the Creeks call kind of spooky, scared, you know, or skittish, I guess that's what you might say, and... Um, Anyway, you know, it kind of kept going on and on, and uh, yeah, I, I was—I I know it was like my second or or third month down there, and at night I—I I just couldn't get to sleep. You know, I just have this uneasy feeling, you know, and it was just getting worse and worse. And one night, you know, for some reason, you know, I'd always sleep to my back towards that window. You know, I was just always comfortable on my left side. But, you know, for some reason this evening, I rolled over onto my right side. And I was looking up at that window. And I seen this little stick figure sitting there, waving his legs like that on that window sill. And, man, when I saw it, you know, I thought, man, am I, you know, hallucinating or what, you know. And, and, uh. I stopped and, you know, I was watching it kind of sway its legs back and forth, back and forth. And then I kind of, kind of clicked to me and I said, man, that, that can't be what I'm seeing. So I jumped up and I turned on the light and it was gone. And I thought, well, maybe I'm just stressing out. You know, I know when I get to new places, you know, it's hard for me to get comfortable. Plus, you know, I'm trying to figure out a lot of things while I'm there, you know, uh, you know, like my job and all the things I got to do, you know, there's a lot of stress on you, so I thought, well, maybe I'm just whatever, and so a couple of nights went by, same thing happened, I rolled over, I seen it setting up there, and this time, it stood up, it stood up on that ledge, and I seen it, and it leaned over, and it really took a good look at me, and then it jumped out that window and uh, of course I got up turned on my light you know and I went outside went around around the building to see you know if I could see whatever it was and I had a uh, you know creeks and Seminoles we were all kind of related one way or the other and I had an uncle down there you know he kind of was living around those those guys down that way and 
and I talked to him, and he told me, he said, well, you know, somebody, you know, must not like you, you know, and so, you know, he told me what that thing was, you know, it's something, you know, come to terrorize you, to make you sick, you know, make you lose your mind, and uh, he said, I'll give you something, and take care of those things for you, and sure enough, uh, uh, I did what I was told, and, and um, the individual that uh, had sent that had passed away, you know, not too long after that, and my uncle said that would, that would, that would be it, you know, that's what's going to be, he said, there'll be telltale signs on who it was, and so, anyway, you know, that, you know, was my first experience, you know, dealing with that, but that wasn't my last time I dealt with that, but anyway, that was the story. That Whoa. <clears throat> how, how old were you when that happened? I must have been about 28, Dang. 29, somewhere around there. Yeah. So. Just yeah. a few years ago then. Yep. Uh, <laughs> last year, you know, no, kidding, but, uh, but, uh, yeah. six months ago. <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. That is crazy. That's uh. So it was just like a little stick figure, like a little stick stick person. I yeah, guess. yeah. He said. Uh, now down that way they used of course a certain kind of route down that way mm-hmm. you know to fashion you know and mm. it was uh their medicine ways i guess down that way so and for creeks you know that's that's our old country mm. you know so that's that's old ways down that way for us so you know i was scared about it but also was fascinated you know, because growing up, I always heard these kind of stories. And to actually see it, of course, knowing that someone was trying to get me was kind of scary. But to actually get to see one of those things, I thought was pretty dang cool. Mm-hmm. It seems like these things, you know, whether it's uh, Stajupko or, or the haunted doll, they sort of like they hide in the shadows. Um, do you think that just sort of all like plays into like, is that am I seeing what I'm seeing or is that just my mind playing tricks on me or is it just a shadow? Like, you know what I mean? Like, does it kind of mess with you that way too? Like confuse you or make you doubt yourself? It's there to drive you insane. Right. And, um, you know, to answer your question, yes, but no, you know, cause those things will torture you day and night, you know, if they're, they really know what they're doing, you know, put, bringing these things. Cause this thing don't rest. It don't sleep and it don't eat, you know? So on your weak points, you know, like when you're asleep, them things are probably around if it's sent for you. That's, that's why I say, you know, you'll hear stories. People will go to bed all scratched up, you yeah. know, they'll wake up all scratched up or, you know, they they have weird things happen and you know or they'll dream crazy dreams till they lose their mind or you'll hear about them dying in their sleep and you know again there's telltale signs that somebody sent one of those things for you but it's us that don't know those telltale signs of what's going on yeah 
See, I, I got to be honest. Like, it's weird because, like, you go to bed and then, like, every once in a while, man, I'll wake up and I will have a weird scratch that I can't get to. Does that make sense? Like, it'd be like a line that goes up in the middle of my back. And, like, I don't even know that it's there. I don't know how it got there. I mean, it's just, like, I got one right now. And, like, I can't even reach it. Like, I, or I can barely reach it. But not enough to make that kind of mark. You know what I mean? Like, yep. if I could reach it, it would be going sideways. Or mm-hmm. it'd be going horizontally. This one goes straight, like, almost in the middle of my back. Mm-hmm. And that's weird. Cause, and that happens quite well, a bit, you know? Well, there's telltale signs. And like I said, you're experiencing one of those telltale signs. So, you know, if you got people to go to, I would definitely wouldn't hesitate, you know, to go see them. Have that, you know, taken care of. Because what I always say, people don't go get help till either it's too late or it's already taken them. And you got the telltale signs now, so... I mean, if I were you, you know, if you have somebody, I'd definitely go see them because you're, you're at that point, you know, where you go much further, it's going to get worse. And you don't want that. Does it hurt? I don't even like, I mean, it doesn't hurt, but like, I just know that it's there. I'll make them up with on my leg. Like, I got one on my leg now. Like, a little mark or a little scab on my leg. Like, you know what I mean? I cut my toenails. <laughs> Tell my wife to cut her toenails. So is, she, is she punka? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> She's Cherokee, so. God, that's even worse. No. <laughs> Probably got those four-inch toenails. Boy, sticking mm-hmm. out like that. Boy. Yeah. Rip, rip. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's proof right there. Let's see her feet. No, I'm just those aren't hooves. Man. Say so all your sheets all stripped up. <laughs> Can't keep new Buy sheets. New sheets every time we go to Ross. That's right. <laughs> Bob, but no, but I'm being serious. Like, that's, I mean, I never even put two and two together. I mean, I get them quite often. I mean, just weird scratches on my back. And it wouldn't be a thing, but like, I just, they're where I can't reach. Do you have dreams? Like, Do you have like vivid Weird dreams, I know. Not really. I mean, I wouldn't say anything like out of the ordinary, not like creepy dreams or nothing like that. Hmm. Just, I don't know. And my wife will even say, like, how'd you get that scratch on your back? And I'm like, man, I don't know. Like, I have no idea. Like I said, you know, that's that's one of the telltale signs, the scratches. Then, you know, you'll start seeing things, shadows, and, you know, or you'll start having weird dreams. That's like the next stage, you know, and then you just won't sleep mm-hmm. and then you'll start getting suicidal thoughts and uh, get real depressed. And that when it reached that point, then it you're pretty much too far. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the telltale signs, you know. And mm-hmm. That's kind of a tell 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 signs for a lot of these witching things, you know, and and you know, these haunted dolls, you know, uh, throughout Indian country, you know, they're real. I mean, I don't know how many tribes still practice it. You know, I can't say, 
but you know like i was saying that was my first time dealing with that you know and and uh i had uh i was working up north and i'm not gonna say the tribe but uh i was working up north and uh uh i started kind of getting to hang out with a lot of the guys and girls down there and and uh uh, they would have like singing practice here and there, you know, and I'd go check it out. And I was always interested in, you know, songs, you know, because a lot of tribal songs have a lot of meaning, a lot of sayings, and a lot of history value. And so, you know, anytime, you know, there's singing going around, you know, of course, me growing up Creek, I kind of knew that, you know, around Muscogee people, we, our songs have a lot of meanings to it, you know, and, so I used to hang out, you know, and uh, I had uh, someone give me a, a a bear, teddy bear, and you know, and I thought, wow, that's cool. I appreciate it, you know, and took it in and you know set it up on one of my counters. But dang, after I got that bear, you know, uh, man, I tell you what. I would have the worst luck. I mean, it just seemed like everything was going bad, you know, at work and after work, you know, and and uh, uh, my financial situation, you know, it's just like I could never, I could ne- never have enough, you know, and it's just like I was broke all the time, and and it was getting bad, and uh, anyway. Uh, I used to go see this uh, uh, old man uh, up there on their their reservation, and yeah, he was a good old guy. You know, he'd tell me stuff, and you know, he would uh, give me a lot of a lot of songs from their people. And you know, he liked that I was you know always you know coming around and you know and and uh, doing good things. You know, I'd help out with what I could help out with and stuff. And, so I, I I opened up to him. I talked to him. I said, "Man, I said, I'm I'm gonna have to go home, you know, earlier than expected." I said, "Cause man, I'm having bad luck after bad luck." And he said, "Well, he said, I tell you what, he said, uh, he said my brother, he knows things, and uh, he said I'm gonna invite him over to meet you, you know." And, I wanted you to meet him anyway, but, you know, I think you really need to see him. And so, anyway, I said, okay, that sounds good. And, uh, anyway, that, his brother came, I think it was the next day, and we went, went out to eat, and we went back, and was, I was getting ready to ask him about ghost stories and stuff. And, and you know, he, that brother of his, you know, started asking me questions. He said, did someone give you a gift, you know, and I, I didn't really think of it at, t- at the time. I said, I don't, no, I don't think so, you know, and he said, I think somebody gave you something. He said, because I can see things working on you, and uh, he said, I, I believe it's a bear, and, I, and th- right when he said that, everything clicked, and uh, he said, well, he said, bring that item to me he said bring me some tobacco and uh, I'll take care of this thing for you he said 
and everything will be good for you after this. So he, uh, I got, went back to my place and came back and he got that bear and, uh, he had this old, uh, kind of like a, I don't know, like a hunting knife or something. And he stuck it in that bear and ripped it open. And sure enough, there was, uh, some roots, hair, and red cloth inside that bear. And he took it out, and he said, that was meant for you. And he put it down. He said, these Indians around here, they're very jealous people, and they don't like outsiders sometimes. And he said, for that, he said, you know, Sometimes we have to look after one another. And so I, I thanked him and I appreciated that, you know. And after he took care of that thing for me, you know, that was, I was always real appreciative to him and his family. And even to this day, you know, if that family ever calls upon me for anything, I'll do my very best to help them out. So. <clears throat> That's Whoa. crazy. That's scary. <laughs> that is so scary. Wow. That's like some you see on a movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's Dang. another movie, Chris. <laughs> they do need to make movies like that. I think that, that'd be pretty crazy. But, you know, uh, I'd say 30 years ago, you know, you would even hear stories like that at these da- da- big dances, you know, people, you know, throwing stuff, you know, all over the place. I mean, you hear about it now, but it was it wasn't as prominent as it was 30 years ago. And uh anyway, you know, I know uh these dances that they have today, they're more all competitive, not really ceremonial type. You know, so, you know, I don't know how much is actually being thrown out there. It might be even more because you got money on the line. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. So, but I know they got stories like that around Pawnee, too. Really? Yeah. So. Well, yeah, I haven't heard anything. I, like, I haven't heard anything. <laughs> I just, like, I don't know. It's just, like, growing up, it was just random stuff like from everywhere I guess and then that's where I don't know it was just random stuff and then there's just like movies I'd watch that I'd be scared of that too because as a kid my mom let me watch like Chucky and Texas Chainsaw Massacre and all these like scary movies and scared to like go anywhere <laughs> because like Oklahoma is like it looks like a dirt road everywhere right and then that's like where the Texas Chainsaw Massacre happened was out in the middle of nowhere so when we'd go to like Red Rock or something it looked like oh god like this is this is that house <laughs> Leatherface is here and I mean it's just like or like Unsolved Mysteries like like you see the Alien episodes right so we'd be driving at night and I'd always be freaked out about aliens abducting us or something like it was just like a bunch of random stuff i was like afraid of (laughs) and then like going out at night about the orbs and like the uh the little dudes 
DW. Mm. I mean, like, there's like all this stuff just in my mind. Like, mm. I'm staying in. <laughs> like, I'm not going out at night. <laughs> do, y- do y'all got y'all's tablet or phone with y'all? I, I got do. I got a movie that you guys need to watch. I mean, it's super scary. It's called Pokemon. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get ready to type that in. God, <laughs> Pokemon's Revenge. Toy no. Story. Now, <laughs> Small I, Soldiers. I don't know how to spell this, so you're on your own, but it's called Manitou. Oh, yeah, with Tony Curtis. Is it Tony Curtis or Tony Randall's in that? I think I saw that a long time ago. I, I can't remember who all's in there, but that's like a super old movie. But that's a movie you ought to watch, and it has about Indian medicine. And uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's got they got cheesy effects, but this was like made what in the seventies? Yeah, early seventies. The one I'm thinking of. Let's see. Pull it up. See. Oh man, let me get it. Well, I I had when I did the clear cut episode, they were talking about that. Or that that movie came up a lot. Tony Curtis. It's from 1978. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've seen the whole thing, but I was watching clips of it. They don't have no haunted doll in there, but I still think it's still pretty cool. They got yeah. an old ancient Indian from from way back. He come out and he wanted to babe up. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did do that movie uh, Ghost Dance, um, and it had nothing to do with like you know ghost dance trials or you know or whatever but in that movie he does use a little doll too like a little voodoo doll on this cop i guess that's chasing him and he like is hitting it with like this arrowhead and like sticking it in his back and then like you know it's like more like a voodoo doll that you would but it's in that movie yeah yeah i i'm glad you guys keep mentioning voodoo because you know, if you know the history of that voodoo and hoodoo, you know, um, then you'll know it come from Pawnee. No, no, no. <laughs> no I'm just yeah. uh, No, it, it came from, you know, those tribes that were down towards Louisiana and Florida, you know, area. They intermingled their mojo or their mystic abilities with American Indian stuff. And that voodoo doll is one of the prime examples, you know. They used it back home, and we used it here. Mm-hmm. They combined it, and uh, that's that's history right there. I mean, they used it again for witching, you know. And, and my understanding, though, you know, it was originally used for health purposes, you know, uh, I talked to uh, a few of those voodoo practitioners and, and you know, they kind of said kind of that old saying, you know, they were, they were created in the beginning for good things. You know, if you had an ailment, they would use that doll to take it off you, mm-hmm. you know. And, but then somebody got mad at somebody and started, started putting those, needles or you know bad things on it and you know started you know hurting people that way and so you know i know there's a lot of history out there you know when it comes to this there's so many cultures out there that you know use the same way you know and what i think is scary 
And this is just me. This is just my opinion. And so, you know, I don't mean no disrespect to anybody or any tribe out there. But, you know, I know like for us, you know, we're losing those things. You know, we're losing those abilities to uh, uh, do these kind of things, you know. Um, but you got these, I don't know what you call it, uh, new age people practicing you know, they call it witchcraft or Satanism and, you know, they're, they're doing these things and they think it's a game, you know, or they think, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a witch, you know, I'm going to go and do this and I'm going to do that, you know, I'm going to control this, this being, you know, but like I said before, you're never in control of those things, you know, you're lying to yourself, you think you're in control. You know, those, I don't care what nationality you go to and they talk about these type of things. They'll tell you right up, you know, once it's done, you can better put it back or it's coming for you. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't matter if you created it. It's not going to listen to you. It's not going to obey you. Only thing it wants to do is take souls and be free. Mm-hmm. And it's going to, you know, cause havoc. And I see, you know, a rise in people that's doing these kind of things that aren't even Indian, you know, and, and what scares me is, you know, are they getting taught that part where once it's done its duty, you put it back or they're letting it run wild and free, you know, cause you know, that's what's scary to me, you know, cause I heard, you know, some statistics on, you know, that, what is it, that church of Satan, you know, they say, you know, they're not really like what you think, but, you know, they have their own, I guess, beliefs and ways, and they don't really believe in Satan himself, but, you know, they just believe in doing what benefits you, you know, and. I'm sitting there thinking, man, that's that right there. Just what they said tells you that that evil's already corrupted them. Yeah. You know, they think they're in control, but that thing's got them all blind. Yeah. You know, so. No, I've always heard it explained was just like it's a belief in free will. Like you can yeah. do whatever you want. Like yeah. don't, you know, it's just whatever. It's your own rules, I guess. Like if you go too far, it's you set your own standard or whatever. So I yeah. don't know. That's just kind of what I've always heard about it. Yeah. So, I mean, you start looking at stuff like that, you know, I mean, it's that old saying, you know, it's going to get you and mm-hmm. it's got them. So, you know, they think, Oh, we're just going to free wheel or whatever. But yeah, you know, if that was so, then why do you do it that way? Mm-hmm. You know, Every human being out there believes in good and evil. And I don't care who you are, even if, you know, like I said, you know, even if you don't believe in a God and devil, you know, you still believe in that good and evil, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's prominent out there. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, there was a a while ago, there was a TikTok. I don't know if you ever watched TikTok, Chris. I don't know if you do either. I don't have TikTok. No. But it's 
It's crazy the amount of stuff people post on there. There was a guy on there. I guess he went live a while back. I think he was alive, but there were snippets cut out from the video he was doing. But he did a some sort of ritual. And it's like the seven something. You do seven things and this thing will come out. Anyways, it's you circle yourself with salt and you stand in it. You can do like some kind of chant or something, and there's everything's pitch black. And you got candles lit everywhere. This guy's on live, and then he's like talking to the camera, and he's doing this, and he's like just playing around, like not taking it serious or whatever. He's just doing it to do it, I guess, for live. Anyways, like he's doing it, and then all of a sudden, like I think he's like he's in an apartment, and there's this light like behind him. Or in front of him, so it's casting a shadow. Anyways, he has the phone up and he's talking. And he's like, nothing's happening. Like, you know, this is BS or whatever. And then, anyways, like, he's not really paying attention. And there's, like, this shadow behind him. But he can't see it. But everybody on camera can see it. They're like, what's that behind you? It's like this hunched over thing. And then, like, he doesn't see the comments because they're coming so fast. There's so many people in that thing that are going so fast. And finally he sees something. And right when he sees that thing goes away. And it, I guess it was there for a while. And then he was like, there's nothing there. Like he's looking behind him and he's like, there's nothing there. And so they're like, it was right there. Right there. And then anyways, like I guess when you do that stuff, you have to finish it. Like you have to start it and you have to finish it. Anyways, there's like uh see. Let's say he's in here. In that hallway. There's another light in that hallway and there's this thing that starts throwing stuff around in his room. It's out of nowhere and it's like a shadow thing and it peeks out like it's peeking out at him and he's like talking to it. He's like, hello, like, who is that? He's like, I'm, I'm here by myself. And then that thing's like peeking out and then somebody's like, tell it to come out. He's like, no, like I don't want to. And then finally he starts like saying like, come out come out and he steps out of that circle or whatever and then like the chat's like don't do that like you're not supposed to step out of it because that's your protection or something and then he's just like saying like as soon as he steps out of that that thing comes out actually and it starts walking towards him and it it's not like walking like it's like floating mm. like it's really weird and it comes this way and it shifts into the kitchen and it ducks or something and it's like throwing stuff around in the kitchen. And somebody's like, you got to get in that circle and finish it. Because it won't go away. And his dog's freaking out. And he like turns the light on and it, the light just shuts off. Like his power shuts off. And they're like, you got to finish And then like as as he's freaking out, the stuff in the kitchen's like getting louder and louder. And then it, I guess his live cuts off or something. And that was that. Like, <laughs> I don't know if he finished it or not. I didn't look into it, but and that was the last TikTok that he ever did. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it was. But that video was like there's snippets of it going around on that, and it was just like, and it just put up to that last part of it cutting off. But yeah, I think I will have to start checking out that TikTok. You know and. 
There's a bunch of there's like there's I was gonna send you guys stuff too, but I don't think you can view it unless you have the app because oh. you can download it and I can send it to you guys and but I don't think you can actually look at it because there's there's so much stuff people post on there paranormal. I mean, there's so much like it, it's called like ghost talk and paranormal talk and cryptid talk and I mean there's it's it's interesting what people around the world are putting on there. I know uh, the only reason I haven't uh, really dealt with it, and it might sound crazy, but um, all I ever heard was people doing uh, twerking and all that kind of. Oh yeah, there's that that kind of stuff. (laughs) Damn, watching all that. We want to see you twerk. Ah. <laughs> right here, right now, I want to do it. No, I'm just kidding. That's on the Patreon. If y'all want to check that out, it's but, on the private page. But if they, if they got stuff got like that on there, I definitely check it out. It just depends on your algorithm. Like you have to, you'll see that when you get on there. Like you'll, since you're so new, you'll just see a bunch of random stuff. But that's what it was when it first started. It was like dancing, and I was like, this is stupid, but. As like oh, the year, now. as the year went on, I heard there's a 20 videos of Russell Sun Eagle. No, as the year went on, though, it got you started like because I started liking like conspiracy stuff, and then like wrestling stuff, and then ghost stuff, and then just oh, and then like there's like friends on there too. Like there's natives on there all over from Canada, everywhere. Like native talk, there's all kind of natives on there. Like natives run that app actually mm. like there's they run that shit so i mean but right now it's like i think it's a little bit of conspiracy it's like i don't know i don't know if we get into that but <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting to hear like theories about different stuff that was probably planned or not i don't know i won't i won't get into that <laughs> <laughs> but well, i mean there's bigfoot stuff on there that's mm. all you gotta say. Yeah, there's a guy that films him. Is there a Bigfoot twerking? At oh, <laughs> <laughs> Boogie Creek. Oh, Boogie yeah. Creek's on there. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen a video, but there's a. I think he's up north somewhere, but he films actual. I don't know if this is real or not. I don't know if you've seen it, but he films actual Bigfoots and he zooms in on them, and there's one like eating like leaves and stuff and it's like a looks like a face of a man but it's like a ginormous head and you can barely see it because it's like so like he's so camouflaged in until he zooms all the way in you can see the face the eyes and he's munching on some like grass not grass but like leaves or something Mm. I have to check that out. Yeah, I yeah. Have to send me the the name of that. I'll look it look it up and see. I know uh, talking about Bigfoot. Uh, I've been watching this one. Uh, I think it's called Alaskan Monster or something like that. Mm-hmm. And man, I tell you what, out of all those Bigfoot shows, I think this one's probably the keenest one. Really? You know, I mean, they've got a lot of sounds. They've got a lot of uh, things being thrown at them. You know, and hmm. I mean, it's to me, it's a real active place, and uh, my understanding was the creation of this 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 show or this whatever it is, um, it's some kind of Alaskan village of long ago, and that tribe wants to go back there and and re uh, populate that 
that little abandoned village area it used to be like a mm-hmm. logging camp or something and but they say they have a name for him up there and they say he that's his property now so we need to send somebody in there and make that arrangement with him and so these they got these uh i guess these alaskan natives to go up there young guys and their their job is to kind of communicate and let them know that you know they're wanting to repopulate that that area and bring it back to you know a community and but right now i think i'm only on like the fourth or fifth episode and I mean, it's pretty cool. I mean, some of the stuff, you know, it all deals with supernatural type stuff. And, you know, again, like in our episode, you know, that's what I talk about is him being supernatural. You know, mm-hmm. he's not going to show you himself until he wants to. And um, what channel is that on? Yeah, what channel is that on? I think it's on uh, the Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. Okay. They got a lot of good shows. Alaskan Monster or something like that. And I just come across it. And first episode, I mean, it's it's pretty awesome. I, I can't stop watching it. Yeah. Give everyone your uh, login information. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the TV. I don't know what it is. I just click that, that thing like that. But. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's a pretty cool, cool show. But I was wanting to kind of make a comment, you know, on, on on that story that you were telling. And I don't know if you guys want to broadcast this or what, but I'm going to say it. And I'll leave that up to you guys if you want to leave it in or not. But, uh, you know, people always think, you know, to conjure these things up you know you gotta have some kind of you gotta slap your leg three times and cross your eyes and and turn around you know and you can you know summon these things you know I was always told that you know you can call upon these things you know by just saying their name or or just talking about them, they'll come around. And, you know, again, you know, whatever agreement you think you get with these things, it may or, or may not do what you're asking. Because these are all, all tricky spirits. You know, their, their goal is just to torment people, take souls, you know, take lives. And... You know, I know, like I said, I see a lot of these, uh, what do you call it, like murder cases, you know, so-and-so had to do this grand ceremony, call the devil, you know, and had to build this fire, and put hot dogs out there, call him up like that, you know, but, <laughs> you know, you don't need all that stuff, you just need... Real hamburger meat. No, I'm just <laughs> Meat gravy. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, no, you know, just like, you know, if you need the creator or God's presence or help, you know, you come to him, talk to him, call him, and he will answer. And the same way with these things, you know, 
And that's why, you know, they always say, don't name them, you know. Don't name these things or they're going to come around. They're going to cause, you know, havoc because you're inviting them. Mm-hmm. It's different when you don't invite them. You know, you might have some kind of way of getting rid of them. But if you're inviting them, it makes it hard to get rid of them. And, you know, I, I'd like to say just that much, you know. But, you know, I'll leave that up to you guys, you know, what, mm-hmm. what you feel. You know, because I know every knucklehead out there probably out there calling all kind of <laughs> stuff out there so okay so after that episode we did i got a story um my friend oh rob (laughs) (laughs) shout out to classic wolf podcast anyways we were on this live on instagram and my friend james from the right potatoes we were just all on we're just all on live on instagram one night and james was asking me like how's your new podcast going i was like man it's going good i was like we just released a our episode with uh, DW, and then <laughs> Rob was saying, "What's that?" You know, so I had to, I said it. You know, why well, didn't say it? I think James said it. He said, "Dear woman," and then, but it was nighttime. Dang, it was like ten o'clock, so I didn't say it. James said it, I believe, and then, and then Rob said it. He said, "Like, like he just said it." You know, like because he knows what it is, but he said it. And then he said it again, and I swear there was, like, he had his camera on him. And behind him, I swear there was something that dropped, either dropped in his closet or moved in his closet. And I was like, what was that? And he turned around, and he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I was like, dude, something dropped or something moved in there, in your closet. I was like, I'm not kidding. And then he thought I was joking, because we joke around a lot, but I was like, I'm serious, dude, like. I don't know if you heard that or I seen it. I seen something move or something. Mm. He's like, yeah, right. <laughs> he was like, he's stupid. Like, I don't know. We're just like stupid with each other, but I was being serious. I was like, bro, like I'm serious. Like I was like, maybe I'm just tripping. Maybe it was glitch. Maybe. I don't know. But you know, and I know like, especially at night, like don't like say it like two or three times at least. Anyways, he was like, I think he said it one more time. I was like, dang, quit saying that. I was like, dang. (laughs) And we're all on live and stuff. And anyways, we're just talking. And I said, dang, quit saying that. I was like, just say DW. I was like, that's it. I was like, or don't say it again or something. And we're just like talking about it. Then we moved on to something else. And then we got done. And I think he messaged me like the next day. And he was like, he's like, man, I think he said like, I shouldn't have said that because I think when we got off our live, like, my blinds are moving. They were just shaking on their own by his window. <laughs> yeah, and he was just saying, like, he's like, yeah, so probably won't say that anymore. <laughs> I was like, I told you, dude. Dang. I told you, like, you said it, like, two or three times, and I was like, you, you call on that stuff, you know? Like, I mean, I was I don't know what you did after that. I was like, hopefully you smudged or something, but, like, these are real. <laughs> Classic Wolf. Cla- that's Classic Wolf Podcast, everybody. Go give him a hard time. I, th- I thought you was going to say, say he, that. he got that hoof like that. Wolf. All the way. No. He was, okay, so out there, I don't know if you've heard anything out. It's, uh, God dang it, I forgot where he lives, but he's uh, he's Pima. Uh, and I'd say close to Phoenix or whatever. Mm. 
forgive me, Rob, but they have this thing called the hoofer. It's like half man, half horse. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they, that's what he talks about out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like I mentioned, you know, before, you know, there's a lot of entities and beings out there like that. And you have to remember the origins of those. Most of those origins, they were a person that did something that the creator didn't care for. I mean, something super bad. And so they were punished. They were punished that way. And so there's a lot of beings out there like that, you know, wherever you go, you know. I always hear, you know, stories about, you know, different things, these half-human, half-animals. Mm-hmm. And I think about that, you know. And um, anyway, I, I've heard stories about that, too. And, you know, uh, I was trying to think of the origin story of that that being uh and right now, I just I'll have to call some people and see if I can get that story on that yeah. origin. Cause yeah, they I've heard a lot of stories about that in that Arizona area. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he did an episode about it. I think he might have been might have done two, but it's just him driving around at work and he was talking about that. And then he brought it up on I think when I went on his show, he kind of talked about it a little bit. But he, I don't remember him talking about it before that because he said he told us at college. But I was like, I don't remember. I don't remember you talking about the hoofer. But but yeah, he was just like explaining it. And I was like, dang, it's, that's pretty scary. Like, <laughs> You know what I think is crazy right now? You know, because of this, you know, I've had several people come and tell me their stories and stuff like that. And, you know, I've been hearing stories of like a... I don't know how you say it. Uh, I, I believe you say it. Man- Manator. Minotaur. 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 Yeah. Half bull. And half, half man. man. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, people's been seeing that in certain different areas. You know, there's been sightings here in Oklahoma and Texas and Arizona and even up in the Colorado area. You know, uh, natives are telling stories that they see see these entities and. You know, again, you know, I know there's probably an origin story to to that being, you know, because there's a lot of things out there, you know, supernatural beings or what the white man likes to call demons. Mm. You know, there's there's thousands and thousands of them and they roam this earth. This is their this is their domain. And so with that being said, you know, I, I never question when I hear you know stuff like that another um, one that I've been hearing a lot about I guess uh, Europeans call him Pan you know but you know up around uh, Montana they call him the goat man mm-hmm. and uh, you know there's a lot of stories about him too you know half goat half man and one of the stories that go along with him that I've heard, you know, there's several creation stories of this this being, and uh, just like like the D.W., you know, like you said, you know, there's different uh, stories, but one of the ones that kind of, kind of, I don't know how you say, um, 
I can understand or it makes sense to me, you know. Uh, I want to say it's the Dutch or German, one of the two, that they believe in a being like that in their old country. And they brought it, when they came here, you know, you had a lot of immigrants come from that country. You know, they brought their ways over here when they came. And one of them was that goat man type entity. And how those guys describe him is he's a handsome, blonde-haired man. Mm-hmm. And he's he's always dressed to the nines, meaning real sharply dressed. But the difference is he's got hooves for feet. And, you know, he has supernatural abilities. But, you know, again, he's out to get people to devour them, you know, and take souls. So, you know, I, I heard a story like that and I thought, wow, you know, that makes sense why it's over here. You know, why people are seeing it because, you know, that area that they talk about is got a lot of German and Dutch, uh, they said, descents in that mm-hmm. area. So mm-hmm. That reminds me of that movie. You ever seen The Witch? Oh, yeah. With that black film. I hated it. You didn't like that movie? <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see that movie, The Witch? I loved that movie. <laughs> I, I, I thought that was that goat, <laughs> oh, man. Wow. He was king, boy. <laughs> well, that was creepy. The, yeah, it's Philip. Yeah, like Black Phillip. Yeah, that, that was said, creepy, actually. That ghost said, what up? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was wondering if that was based on like a, any kind of like folktale, because I think it said it in the, like a New England folktale, but I never heard that story before. I didn't know. Well, you know, uh, again, you know, you got to really study your history. You know, when those pilgrims came, they really believed in witchcraft. It wasn't like just, oh, it was witchcraft. It, they were like Indian folks. That You tell them about something, somebody practicing wit- witchery, you know, they took it very serious. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, they knew. And they had their, their uh, oh, how you say, their uh, ways of dealing with that. You know, like if someone witched you, you know, they had their little things that they did way back then. And mm-hmm. people always say, you know, really hound on those guys for that Salem witch trial. But I don't think people really understood, you know, that time and error of those witch trials. You know, these people were afraid of this. This wasn't just, oh, this is... You know, what you see on TV, Mm -hmm. you know, somebody flying through the air on a broom. Mm -hmm. No, this was real deal stuff, you know, that they brought from their old country when they knew things like this. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, to answer your question, yes, I watched it and I loved it. And I'll watch it again and again. I'll be floating around, fire at at Greenleaf. No, I'm just kidding. I think the buildup was just slow for me. I don't know. It was just, I guess you have to put your mind in that time. Mm-hmm. Like you're kind of just out there in the middle of nowhere, like that family was. And they're just being tormented by this being. And do they know it's a witch? Did I can't remember because we've seen it in theaters and we were the only ones in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, I'll say this. I mean, to me, that was a, a real cool movie. But again, I, I, I kind of considered that an Indian movie because you had, you know, that that stuff that went along with it, you know, from the get go. Mm-hmm. 
you know, um, I don't know, maybe it's just me because, you know, I've heard so many different stories. I knew from the get go, you know, what was going on when he was having problems, you know, when his uh, church basically kicked him out of that community. I already knew right there, you know, he's out of the out of the uh, protection, Mm. you know, and he was arrogant, like real Indian guy. You know, he he knew everything. You know, he was holding those TP meetings every every Saturday, but Friday night he was at that mint. No, <laughs> doing those things, and then Monday morning, no. But you know, that's the way he was. You know, and and so, uh, I don't know. I I just really loved that movie, and you know, and and then when I seen. You know, them starting to talk about that wolf that took that baby. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, those are like creek stories. You know, to me, I was like, dang, this is Muskogee. <laughs> I was like, what, what? No. Well, that's what it reminded me of, too, <clears throat> some of those stories like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when, uh, uh, what do you call it, you know, that, that boy, he went into the woods, you know, and mm-hmm. they start seeing an animal and. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've got a lot of stories about, you know, those spirit animals, you know, messing with you. And, and see, that's another thing. I mean, people today, I guess we're, everyone's so colonized. I know everybody likes to use that word, colonized. But, you know, everybody's that way. You know, if if we didn't, then we wouldn't be living the way we live today. We're disrespectful to Mother Nature. We're disrespectful to humans. And we're also disrespectful to our Creator. You know, and, and if we were or we knew better, we wouldn't be doing those things. But, you know, when when that little boy went out in that woods and you know saw that animal that what was it a rabbit or something mm-hmm. and they tried to shoot it and backfired and he ended up at that auntie's house and she had her way with him no <laughs> but made him corrupt no I'm just kidding. but you know to me that was just all you know that was just awesome whoever made that movie really did their homework on 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 that period you know, if you like I said, if you understood that time, these guys really believed in stuff like that. And just like Indian folks, we had our remedies to to uh, take care of those things. But mm-hmm. again, the the premise of that movie was, you know, he wasn't living right. Mm-hmm. You know, he was living that. He was lying up to that day he died. You know, mm-hmm. try to put that blame on his daughter for. What was it, selling his wife's cups or something like that? <laughs> Dishes, and, you know, she's all mad. So you made me take the blame, so. <clears throat> Daddy. No. <laughs> so you made me take the blame. <laughs> I got to watch it again. So I'm real, more real I'm Indian more, man I'm, right I'm more there. grown up now, so maybe I'll <laughs> like it. Well, another one I hated was... Uh, what was it called? It was Rob Zombie's Salem lot or something like that. Oh no, Lords uh, of Salem. Lords of Salem. I hated that one. That I one was so that. bad. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I was so excited for that one too, because Rob Zombie. It's Rob Zombie. Oh my god, you know. And I think we went and then we we're like 
there's like four people in there. <laughs> we went at like midnight and God, that movie was bad. I was like, oh, man, what is this? <laughs> Have you seen that? I don't think I've seen it. Uh-uh. Don't I'm not it. a huge Rob Zombie fan. I don't know. Fan, you so. could watch it. After Halloween, I just couldn't do any more of his. I don't know. It was just, oh, man, I didn't understand like what he was, where he was going. And I thought it was going to, like Salem's Lot. Like I thought it was something like that or really scary. Blow my mind. But she just walked around. It was a deep radio DJ, and I think Rob Zombie was in it. He was like the co-host of the radio show, and I think she was being, if I can remember right, I think she's being taken over by some form of witchcraft, and and I, I don't know. I, there's the ending's weird. <laughs> like it's really yeah. weird, dude. It's I, like, I just didn't understand it. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> one of the best like native witch movies I've seen is Eyes of Fire. Have you seen that one? Tell me about it. Well, it's like this soul boy gets kicked. He kind of gets excommunicated because of adultery. And he he and his family kind of are pushed pushed out of the the village or whatever. And then they're haunted by these old Native American spirits. Hmm. Now, you guys got to send me those those times. (laughs) I'll have to watch this one. Yeah. (laughs) That Eyes of Fire. It was on this set that I got um, that had... uh, uh, it's like a folk horror box set. Hmm. Um, it had clear cut on that with oh. Graham Greene. And hmm. then it had this Eyes of Fire. But like a lot of those old folk horror tales, it's all about witching. Mm-hmm. You know, but that Eyes of Fire, it's got like a native element. They're like Puritans or something like that. They look like pilgrims, but hmm. I know they're not. But he was like, got caught, you know, snagging someone else's wife. And then they kick him out. And he has to move like way out, and then these old native spirits come and haunt his family, and then they witch his kids, and he's got a. It's good. It's it's from like the '80s though, but it's good. Dang, I'll have to see that one. I haven't seen that one either. There's a lot of movies I ain't heard of, you know, that everybody keeps giving me. They'll tell it to me, but they won't send me the names. I want (laughs) to. I want to start watching some of these because I ain't seen them. I ain't seen them, but I'd love to hear it, especially that one and that one you're talking about. You mm-hmm. know, those those sound pretty keen. I like You'll probably it. understand it more than I. I'll probably have to watch it again. That was back in 2012 or 13. I don't know. I'll probably have to watch it again, but I just, I just can't put myself to go through it again. Yeah. <laughs> but you'll probably understand it more than I would, and you would probably have to explain it like the witch. Like that's a great like explanation of it because I just didn't. I didn't get a lot of things like you guys were talking about. I'm too colonized. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's just like a lot of symbolism in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like all the animals. See, I missed all that. Like, like I got like a lot of those references, but, you know, I was look. I'm not really like I'm looking for it. It's just like, like you said, like he's chasing that rabbit. And I thought, oh, that trickster, he's going to yeah. get you. Mm-hmm. And that's because that's in our, in Muskogee culture, that's the rabbits is like the trickster spirit. Mm-hmm. And, when he was I, so there were some things in there that I thought, oh okay, I get it, I get it, and then it only just made sense to me, you mm-hmm. know. But I don't know. Yeah, it's a slow burn. <laughs> True. Yeah. There was another movie that was I think made by the same group that made that movie, The Witch, and it was right after that one, and I can't remember what it was called. I think it's called There's. You did the lighthouse. Hereditary. Hereditary yeah. lighthouse. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hereditary, that one one was pretty cool, too. Is that good? I haven't seen it yet. Now, I'll say it's kind of cheesy in parts, 
But, you know, if you listen, listen to the story, you know, I will say that's a Meskwaki story. No. <laughs> but, no, uh, you know, it, to make a long story short, you know, that at the end, uh, this wo- woman's mom was actually uh, a witch. And she never told her family that. And at the end... Um, she wanted uh, her and that granddaughter to kind of live on forever. So they had this way, and at the end, you'll find out what they did to kind of make that mm-hmm. so. And, uh, you know, when it comes to witching stories, you know, I don't think there's anybody out there that can top a Muskogee. <laughs> and so when I seen that movie, I said, dang, that. That sure enough is Muskogee right there. Well, <laughs> I said, dang, that must be Arbica Bunch right there. God. <laughs> hey, well, there's that episode, too, um, if y'all have Shudder, um, Creep Show. They made a a uh, TV show out of that old. Um, oh, the, they updated it, huh? Yeah, they updated but it's a TV show, so it's like episodic. It's kind of like Twilight Zone. Nothing has nothing to do with. Other, I mean, there's no reoccurring characters. It's its own separate story, kind of like Tales from the Crypt. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I don't remember what season it is, but there's this one about this haunted dollhouse. And so her dolls are like murdering, like, or moving. It starts out kind of slow, like, it's moving stuff around. Like, she's very, like, OCD about her dollhouse. And then she'll, like, wake up the next morning and, like, a chair will be moved. And she's like, hey, like, how did that happen? But she's, like, talking to these dolls like they're real people. And then she like, move it all back. But then it kind of gets worse and worse and worse until, like, she wakes up and, like, one of the little child dolls' heads is, like, cut off and, like, in, like, the baby crib or something. Mm. And she goes to, like, tell this uh, toy maker or whatever, like, the, the toy store owner about what's going on with her dolls. And he's like... We know what you need to get. You need to get a, a Native American doll because they're warriors. Mm, and cool. so he, like, sells her, like, this little Native American doll. And then she puts the doll in there. And they kind of, like, battle it out. <laughs> Whoa. What? Yeah, man. It's pretty cool. I ain't going to tell you what happens, but. Whoa. Drop it's... that login account. <laughs> that is. That, uh, movie. <laughs> that is. Whoa. Yeah. It's like. Uh, I think the login is Chris dot Hill. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> we, we need to have Amazon. A, we need to have a movie night. <laughs> I know. Well, we could all watch this, you know, because yeah. you guys are naming some pretty cool movies I never heard of, and yeah, and I'd love to see those. And uh, I was thinking, you know, <clears throat> there was a, a old TV show. Uh, y- y'all got still got y'all's phone out? The, yeah, yeah. I don't know if there's a. If they sell it, you know how they sell those old TV shows. I think it was called Night Stalker. And, oh yeah, and, and the Kolchak? yeah, that yeah, Carl yeah. Kochek. He yeah, used yeah, to yeah. go and he used to go investigate all these monsters and yeah. stuff and ghosts. It was, the, it was the dad from Christmas Story. And he, oh really? That was a cool show. <laughs> yeah. I wish I wish somebody would redo those and and get a real ending in there to kind of consult. Did they oh. ever do a native storyline in Night Stalker? No, but I mean, 
if you look at it, I mean, those are, you know, a lot of the things he went after were yeah. these supernatural things that, that uh, you never, you don't hear in mainstream anymore. And a lot of them were, were real native beings. Yeah. Of course, they, they changed the names of them. But, right. you know, uh, that's the way I looked at it. Again, I, I, I consider that that Carl Kochek character, you know, I thought he was Indian. <laughs> must have been full blooded. I think she's beating that uh Kolchek Fedora over there. Uh oh. That's what it looks like. <laughs> so you got that to, white fedora. Let me, let me have that when I go <laughs> ghost investigating. Busting in there. Raincoat and that hat, boy. That's yeah. what I wish they would do with uh Reservation Dogs, Big's character, mm-hmm. the cop. Because he's in the conspiracies and cryptids and all that. I wish they would do a spinoff. With him investigating that stuff on his own, yeah, we talked about that on the intertribal chat. But I wish they would do that. We'll write it. Yeah, <laughs> like, we will write it. If okay, you so to write it. Well, I'm, well, I'm thinking about it too because somebody asked me on that about that after we did the Bigfoot episode. Okay, so he found all of those fish heads. Did you ever, you've seen it? I'm sure. The, um, was it episode one two. or no. episode two on one Reservation two. Dogs? I think it's one. It's at the very end. It's like an end credit sequence. He's like looking and he like, there's all these like catfish heads mm-hmm. or like all out and like on this field. And he goes, hmm, looks like Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. But like, Bigfoot activity. Have you heard? I've never even heard of like Bigfoot and like a catfish head or something like that. No, what he's probably referring to is because they say they like to eat fish. Oh, okay. They, they love fish. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. That's his, that's the one thing if you really. Want to get get to him? You put that keen fish out there. But I've heard a lot of stories of, you know, people going out fishing and they run across him, or yeah. or they they uh, come and and they clean those fish and you know they go inside, you know, wash up and they come back out and it's all gone. Got a note on the picnic table <laughs> saying a hoe. No. I owe you. Ah, <laughs> ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, well, you, you you will hear a lot of stories of them, you know, eating fish, eating fish, and so I don't know about him eating all this other stuff that you know they always say he eats humans and all that, but yeah, main main thing he likes is fish. So yeah, and uh, they say sometimes you know you put that out, you know, he'll 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 give you a gift in exchange for a fish. Yeah, so. He'll leave you something, so might be that big old husk, but it'll be all right too. I don't know. No. So that's his sign of saying "do da hey," as those Pawnees say. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, that bag, that paper bag, God, it's on flames, boy. You be trying to stomp it out. No. So dang that Bigfoot guy. Kind of ways does he have? It's yeah. a mystery. <laughs> but no, I mean seriously, they do say that he'll leave you gifts if you know he. They also say you know he likes things that are usable, you know, like strings and you know sinew and yeah. Stuff like that. So, you know, if you're looking at to 
maybe communicate or you know, maybe you need that song i don't know you yeah. know and you can give him something and he'll bless you with something so i thought one of the keenest things that came out of that bigfoot <clears throat> episode was that footage was that like in woodward where was that at that somebody sent you of the houses remember that oh oh yeah that was in oklahoma city yeah in the forest yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I want to go there, she man. She sent me, yeah, she said, oh, God, my phone's over there, but, <clears throat> yeah, it's somewhere by these soccer fields, but past that, way out, and she ran into these made houses of huge, you've seen the pictures, Yeah, huge, man, it was. Like, logs, and, the, like, the ones you sent us. It was, like, three of like, them. Yeah, there was three of them, and, and she was, I don't know if they're homeless, or it's like Bigfoot or yep. she's, I don't know like but she's like they're out here she's I was like dang but I was like I want to I like to go check those out in the daytime yeah. <laughs> in the morning time <laughs> but everybody go follow us on unsolved reservation unsolved reservation mysteries on Instagram uh, go check us out end of our episode right here um, go check us all out uh, stay spooky. <laughs> I don't. <know. laughs> we all ditched you. <laughs>